Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. It is hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you along with us on this January 17th. Coming up, we will take our first look at today's schedule in the NBA with the Bucks looking to break Cleveland's five-game winning streak on the road at 820. It is a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. We will bring in our friend Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, and then at 845. He's back. We will visit with the Donkster as he brings you our best bets. Chelsea, before we get into all of that, I want to send a special shout out to Dot Sharp. And you're saying, who in the world is Dot Sharp? Well, she turned 84 last month, and she has been working the drive through in Gibsonia, Pennsylvania, all the way since back in 1978, when an order of small fries was just 35 cents and a Big Mac was just 90 cents and Chicken McNuggets did not exist. And I was thinking as I was walking around here, going to the bathroom on a quick break before the top of the show, I think Roger is our dot. You know, Rog worked in engineering. As soon as I started working here, one of the first people to ever greet me was Rog. I bet Roger knows every single secret about this place. I wouldn't be surprised if I walked by Raj and he said something like, you know, I remember, because Raj is very sweet, I remember when your studio was a, a small barn for local stray cats or something like that. He's probably seen it all here. This place evolve over time. I bet he knows so many things about this joint because he's probably been here forever. Well, he probably knows more than I do because I've been in the studio, what, three times? Three (laughs) times, yes. (laughs) Correct. I don't know. I don't even know where the bathroom is. Like when I go to the studio, I have to have Bill be my like Sherpa. Five flights up. Takes forever. You've got to take me. You've got to bring a compass. You know, you have to bring a sundial. You have to bring Mm -hmm. like a walkie talkie in case you need help. Because that building is a labyrinth. It is a maze. So, Jenks, have you found your way around yet? Because obviously you've been in the studio way more than I have. So are you settling in? Do you know where everything is? I know where everything is, but it is a trek to go from this studio upstairs to the bathroom. That's why I always come back and I'm always sitting down as the music is playing and throwing on my headphones. Because it's not like I walk out the door and down the hall. It is quite literally out the door down a small auditorium into a hallway. And, of course, you have to swipe your security card the entire time. Sweep, sweep. And you have to go up a flight of stairs. Then you have to go down another hallway, make a left, find your way to the bathroom, and then come all the way back down. And God forbid you want to get yourself a drink or something. If you want to do that, you better do that on the double. And that's why I'm always coming back down here out of breath. I, You know what I bet? I was just thinking about Raj. I bet if you had a couple drinks with Raj, he'd probably say something like, and again, he'd say it very nicely. He'd say something like, you know, there's a body buried in the bathroom. 
God. And I'd say, I actually believe you, Raj. Yeah, unfortunate accident. Nobody really liked him. Nobody though, so found really him. About it. And I'd say, well, <laughs> you know long. what, Raj? Your secret is safe with me, buddy. I'm not one to drink and tell. But yes, the, the bathroom is, it is a trek from here. So I have, as we know, the bladder of a small child, which is why I'm always running around. And also, I never eat breakfast. So when you're drinking Red Bull and coffee and you don't have breakfast, then it's just a recipe for disaster. So I don't know. I got to lug some sort of porta potty in here or something. This is going to be one of my one of my problem solve or I need to problem solve this during this new year. Well, number one, I feel like you could eat breakfast. Feels like that's a solvable problem. Uh, like, maybe. I don't know, a granola bar doesn't feel uh, that difficult to me boring. but jenks here's what we should do to make a little extra money mm -hmm. for our bets sure. we should turn the studio into a, an escape room have you seen these people pay oh. money to try to get lost in something called an escape room and i'm like why would you do this if i wanted to that do this terrible. i would just turn off my google maps like it's not that hard i am very you know directionally challenged so i would just be in this place and never leave like are you turning off the lights because like i gave up I'm just sitting in the middle here playing on my phone. Have you been to an escape room? No, and I I don't know if I'd do it or not. I can't tell if I'd like it and enjoy the challenge or if I'd get kind of claustrophobic and weird. Do you think you'd like it? No. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I kind of figured that was coming. You're right. Hey, here's an idea. We want you to pay us just to stay in here and get try lost. to figure your way out. Yeah, get lost in here. It's like you are cooks. Hey, come on in here and... Pay us all this money, and then you can cook your own food. I don't want to do that. This is awful. I came here for you to cook my food, so I don't want to go somewhere and be like, hey, you can get lost. Now figure it out. I, I get the challenge for some people. Like, I can see where that might be kind of a kitschy, like, fun thing to do. I just don't necessarily know if it would be my thing. I don't know, though. I got to think about it. That's something I got to think about. I think, I think I would like to work there and just, like, push people on their way and be like, figure it out, stupid. <laughs> Jeez, Chelsea. I would love to fun? see you. Like, get I lost. would love to see Figure you in a customer service role. I think would be incredible <laughs> to watch. Have you ever done any like waitressing, bartending, anything like that where you had to serve the public? Because I feel like your patients would run thin real quick. Yeah, I was a bartender. Haven't you heard my yes. stories of award winning customer service when somebody's like, Yes, I would no. like one mojito, please. I'm like, this is a college bar. Here's an Addy light. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about but like, right. You shouldn't, don't be ordering a mojito at a college bar when it's slammed though. Like, do you really think I'm gonna take the time to muddle the leaves and you know do the little mint? No, there is a thousand people here and this is a bottom shelf bar. Like we have $2 beers. You are getting a beer. I will crack it open for you if you really want me to. Wow. I tell you what, Chelsea, with an attitude like that, you're, that's management material right there. Uh, you know what? There's three orders. It's Coors, Coors Light, and then a Natty Light. Those are the three beers. Pick one that you want, and I'll serve it to you. How about that? Then done, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm amazing at customer service. I, yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree, Chelsea. <laughs> a real gift to the customer service industry. Let's give the people some gifts of some winners in the NBA. We're going to try. Let's start with the Magic and the Hawks. Hawks laying three and a half. Hawks minus 165. Magic plus 165. Total set at 232 and a hook. 
What is the Chelsea Messenger natural light play of the day in this game? Oh, yes. You asked for a good game. Well, you're getting <laughs> Hawks magic, and you'll love it. Uh, so we're seeing this line slowly dwindle as it opened. Atlanta, three-and-a-half-point favorites, now down to two-and-a-half. How do you back Atlanta, though? Like, serious mm. question. This is not a team that I want to put my money on ever. Even at home this year, they have a losing record, 7-11. and 11. And if you're saying, okay, we'll just play the magic, right? This isn't really the situation where the magic have been good either. Because the time when you want to play the magic is when they're at home. They're 13-5 and five at home, yeah. but just 9-13 and 13 away. And they've been really good as favorites. They're 10-2. and two, But as underdogs, they have a losing record. So when you want to play the magic is when they are home favorites, not when they are road dogs. So it just feels like they are two you know, factors that are kind of going in the opposite direction. Uh, but the line is going down. So clearly some money coming in on Orlando. Maybe you just take the under because the under has really been the mm-hmm. trend for Orlando all season long. One of the best defenses in the NBA, uh, at least statistically speaking, and also a team that really struggles from the three-point line. I've brought this up before uh, as a reason not to back the Magic is because they're making fewer three-pointers per game than any team in the NBA. And that includes the Detroit Pistons. So I think you can make a strong case probably for the under here. Uh, let's look at the total here, 232. I think you consider the under, which can be scary with the Hawks playing defense. Mm-hmm. But um, feels like those are the only directions I can find out of you know this escape room that is the Hawks and the Magic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of with you here, although I will say this. I'm going to take a look at the under, and I'm not going to bet this game. When I bet the NBA, you will know it. I finally had a little bit of success, but I think it's interesting how markets adjust, and early on in the season, you would say, oh, it's a total for the Hawks. You bet the over. They're the fourth-best over team in the league. They hit at a clip of around 59%. But here's the thing. I think the market has started to catch up a little bit with Atlanta. The under is hit in their last three games. And the Magic are definitely an under team, 17, 22, and one to the under, including five straight to the under for Orlando. So I'm going to lean under 232 and a half in Atlanta and go against what we saw in the market earlier in the year. How about this matchup? Bucks at the Cavaliers. Bucks laying three and a half points. Bucks minus 175 on the money line. The Cavs are plus 145. Your total at, at MGM. Send me a robe. 237 and a half. Chelsea, what is the play here? I think a lot of this will have to do with the injury report because that's why I've been hesitant to back the Cleveland in some of these games. Uh, Because Darius Garland hasn't been playing. But the Cavs, despite that, have been pretty solid. They have rattled off five straight wins. But I do think you need to further examine that because these wins have come against the Wizards, the Spurs, the Nets in Paris, and the Bulls. So obviously this is a much different opponent. And we just had this matchup. They played Milwaukee back on December the 29th and lost by eight as five-point dogs. So maybe we see more of the same for Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee on the road this season has not been nearly as good. They are still 9-8, and though, and they've been really good as favorites, 28-11. and So this number kind of seems like a little too short to me, but I don't think it's something that I'm going to be playing. Jenks, you've played the Cavs this year, and they have won you money. Are you playing them today? Ah... I don't know. 
I want to ride with the Cavaliers, but then again, I was listening to your handicap, and I was like, hmm, she sure is making a lot of sense here. I think you actually convinced <laughs> me, honest to God, that's how wishy-washy I am on the NBA. I think you actually convinced me convinced me to bet on the Cavaliers. And the the line, or sorry, to bet on the Bucks. I, I'm a little worried about the line, though, just because— yeah. Stinking. When it's it just doesn't it seem way too short. The Bucks should be laying more than just three and a half points on a road in Cleveland. And and you pointed out, yeah, the Cavaliers are winning, but they're winning against bad teams. You got two wins against Washington in there. So I think ultimately I like the Bucks, but when I see a line that doesn't make sense, I tend to look at the other side and stay away from that. I will say this when playing against Milwaukee, the Bucks are only eight and nine this season against the number. They're one and four against the spread in their last five games overall. They haven't been great. I think ultimately it's a stay away. Line just doesn't make a lot of sense to me here. What about the Rockets and the Knicks at MSG? The Knicks laying five and a half points. The Knicks are minus 190 on the money line. The Rockets are plus 155. Total set at 220 and a half. And I think the key here, this is all about Jalen Brunson, right? Is he going to return to the Knicks or not? Because he set out what? I don't know, two or three games now. I will say this. If he does not play, Deuce McBride, who has filled in for him at the point guard position, has been really good. Went for 19 against the Grizz and then 20 points against the Magic. So I don't want to bet on a side here because I don't know if Brunson is going to play or not. He's still questionable. But if he doesn't go, Deuce McBride might be worth a look. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, I think... It's hard for me to make a case when probably the most important player on the team for the Knicks is a question mark. Should be noted that also uh, Josh Hart is questionable for this one. Mitchell Robinson continues to be out for the Knicks as well. This was a team that was looking really good. And Jenks, I think you've played the Knicks over your stretch of winning NBA picks. But in their recent stretch, they've lost two of their last three. The offense has had some trouble getting going. Last game only scored 94 points. Uh, That was against Orlando, which is a pretty solid defense. But still, I think when you have a big question mark like that, it is wise to wait at least and see if Josh Hart is, or excuse me, if Jalen Brunson is playing. So we got to wait and see, I think. Yeah, I don't want to play it this early. You can always roll the dice, but I don't feel like doing that, especially in the NBA. How about the Heat and the Raptors in Toronto? The Miami Heat laying two and a half points. Heat minus 130. The Raptors are plus 105. Total set at 227 and a half. Chelsea, we have a minute left. Go ahead and just give us a winner. We'll go to break. Ooh, this feels like an under matchup when you look at these two teams mm-hmm. squaring off. Uh, man, I wish we had more time to talk about Jimmy Butler possibly dropping a country music album. Uh, but yeah. still back to this game. Going to lean towards the under. Both these teams more defensive-minded than offensive. Uh, a lower total here as we see it dropping. Start at 228. Now down to 227. I'll go with the under. I am going with the heat on the money line. Minus 130. They've looked better since Jimmy Butler has returned. They're 11-8-2 away from Miami against the spread. And Toronto's been struggling a bit. I will lay the juice with the heat coming up next. What does Kate Constable think about this weekend's NFL playoff slate? We'll talk about that next on the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. 
Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It is a daily tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great JV with us on the midweek edition of the show. Coming up, what BetQL's Kate Constable has on her slate for today. Chelsea, there's a rumor going around that things have been popping there in Hendersonville because of your bird feeder and that it's causing all the rage in the neighborhood and that people can't get enough of Blue Jays and Orioles and Cardinals and Titmice and all of the other birds in your neighborhood. What is going on with the bird feeder that I'm missing? Yeah, I don't like to rub it in everybody else's faces, and I don't want to act like I'm better than people, but I basically have the best window all around the entire neighborhood because we have not one not two but three bird feeders with three different types of seeds so we're getting your cardinals we're getting your titmice which i just told you what a titmouse was before the show Mm -hmm. uh we are getting the blue jays we are getting doves we are getting finches we are getting mockingbirds robins you name it we have all of the birds in the area. Oh, a red-headed woodpecker? Whew. Whoa. <sighs> I know. It's really exciting. So I mm. I feel bad that you don't have this in your life. But maybe one day, Jenks, you too can have a bird feeder that you can watch in the snow and experience the exhilaration that I am feeling uh, every morning after the show. I just want you to know that you are officially the LeBron James of bird feeders because you're like, I have not one, not two, but three bird feeders on my property or property. Like when he was playing for the heat and he was counting off all the championships he was going to want. You have three bird feeders. Oh my, this story just keeps getting even better. Well, the thing is, we start off with one and we put it in this tree, but we couldn't see it very well from the window. So we were Mm -hmm. like, okay, this sucks. I don't want to have to crane my neck to see these birds. Like, I want it right in front of me. So we moved the bird feeder in front of a different window. The birds, they didn't like that. They want the bird feeder to be in the tree, so it feels like they're not out in the open, I suppose. So then we're like, okay, we'll put the old bird feeder back in the original spot, and we'll get some new ones to hang on this, like, little hook. So maybe they don't want to go on the new ones. Maybe they want to stay on the old ones, but we will give them options. So there's a whole story behind it, and it's been a great journey for me. So this is a stage in my life that, you know, I'm really happy with. I used to be a person that went out to bars. I used to drink. Mm -hmm. But now I watch my bird feeder. You're listening to NPR and our new show, <laughs> Bird Feeding Frenzy, featuring Chelsea Messenger. <laughs> Chelsea, thanks for being with us today. Let's talk to someone else and find out her bird feeding habits. And of course, we're talking about the host of The Better Angle. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. Miss Clark, she fires and goes! 
It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Okay, let's bring you in. You know who I'm talking about. Is Kate Constable. She is host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Okay, I have to ask you, Kate. You're going to have to pick a side here because Double D says in the chat, and this is just a quote. I'm just relaying the information. He says, sociopaths birdwatch. Double D on one side, much like parenting last week. Chelsea on the other side. So where do you stand on this hotly contested birdwatching debate that is just thrilling the masses here on the show? I, I have to side with Chelsea. I think um, it's mm-hmm. fascinating, right? Like people who watch birds, they are just enthralled by it. Um, I remember during COVID, I was uh, staying with my aunt and uncle who lived in Chicago because my family, you know, back in Minnesota. And there was this nest by the house. We went on a walk every single day to go check on the nest, sometimes multiple times a day because it's fascinating. And when you get kind of hooked on something like that, it's fun. It's fun. I hope, I mean, I live in a city right now, so there aren't too many opportunities to hang a bird feeder outside the 40th floor of my window. But um, this, this is like, once I have a house, I hope to be this person. I hope I'm like fertilizing my lawn every single day and turn, you know, at some point you just get there and you got to accept it. And I'm a couple years away from that. But Chelsea, I'll be right there with you uh, as soon as I'm a, a suburban. Yeah. And fun <laughs> fact, you shouldn't be fertilizing your lawn every single day. It should be more of like okay, a monthly thing. So I just, don't know these things. Yeah. So, write these yeah. down. Uh, but I think a lot of it is the thrill of something where you don't know where it's going. Because so many mm-hmm. shows like on Netflix are so predictable and you're like all right we know the the guy gets the girl whatever but with birds you never know which bird is going to show up at your doorstep it's so thrilling to me and i've always said this right there's a really aggressive one there is this fat pigeon we have that you know kind of dominates and i won't go into this too much more you know if you want to follow me on twitter i will regale you with all these uh bird watching tales But that's the thing about sports that I think it has over, you know, whatever you're watching on Netflix. It is the ultimate live watching experience that even though people say the NFL is scripted, we've still seen some great scenes and some thrilling finishes to some of these games. So it feels like this Niners and Packers matchup, it looks like the ending is already written. The Niners are super dominant. They have been all season long. And the Packers have been you know, a little up and down. Now, right now, they're super up. They've played some good games. But, Kate, we've got a 10-point line here in this matchup. So are you going with uh, the home favorites here, or do you believe that the Packers can surprise a few people here? Yeah, I don't think the Packers are going to surprise too many people, especially they're not surprising the 49ers. I mean, that, that team sat at home this past weekend on their bye and watched what happened to the Cowboys, and they are going to be fully ready for Green Bay to come into town. Now, I I think I haven't done this yet, but I think I would be okay laying the nine and a half or the 10, whatever um, the line is when you're getting it. I don't see it getting up past 10, but I like the uh, 49ers team total 
over 29 and a half. That's how I'm going to play this game because the Packers defense, yes, it's looked great over its last three games, but that hasn't been the case all season. It's been well below average uh, against the run, bottom 10 in EPA per play. And against the Cowboys, I mean, yes, a lot of garbage time play for Dallas, but uh, Green Bay still gave up 510 total yards. And since week 10, the Packers have allowed 36 trips inside their red zone. That's the most of any team. I think the Niners are going to be able to run all over this Green Bay defense. And I mean, yes, the 49ers had a bye last week, which is great, but they basically had like two buys in the last couple of weeks because they rested most of their players in week 18. So I think this is going to be kind of history repeating itself in the 49ers dominating the Packers in the postseason. They've won their last four meetings dating back, I believe it's like back to 2012 uh, when they've met the Packers in the postseason. So taking 49ers team total over 29 and a half. We'll see if I get there on the side. We're talking with Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle. Check her out each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Okay, how about in Motown? Bucks visiting the Lions in a game that will be played indoors. I don't know if you saw that question posed to Todd Bowles yesterday where someone said, how are you going to handle the weather in Detroit? Wasn't great. So at Ford Field, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, that was um, not the not the person's most was a proud great. moment i can yeah. imagine that's uh yeah that was a rough one but hey we all we all do it at some point in our careers um i think this is kind of just screaming letdown spot for the lions right i i mean you finally get a playoff win for the first time since 1991 uh the monkey's off your back you can kind of take a deep breath and relax and maybe they relax a little too much with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming into town because Baker Mayfield coming to town is a lot different than if it were the Niners or the Ravens. So I just worry a little bit about the Lions um, letting their guard down and and not showing up um, in this game like they would if they were playing one of those tougher teams. Now, uh, I, I'm only going to take the points with the Bucs. I've seen it get up to seven at some places, and I really like it at seven. So if it gets up to seven at BetMGM, I'll be jumping on that. I think the Lions still win this game outright, but the Rams did outgain Detroit by nearly 100 yards last week. Detroit gave up just under eight yards per play, and Tampa Bay is coming in here playing with house money. I mean, uh, I'm not sure how much stock you really put in them beating the Eagles, but this is still a very good offensive team. Passing game is where the Bucks thrive, and that's exactly where the Lions' defense kind of stinks. Uh, Detroit's given up 100-yard receivers in uh, – Four straight weeks, gave up uh, 181 yards to Pukunukua last week. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I think this Bucks team can keep this within a touchdown. So I am going to jump on the Buccaneers. Um, I really like them at seven, hoping this number gets up there. Um, Detroit, I think, wins outright, but I take the Bucks to cover. Let's switch gears to the NBA. And Jenks and I were a little torn on giving out a side in Rockets and Knicks because there are some big question marks, most notably Jalen Brunson in this one. How are you playing this? Or are you waiting to see if Jalen Brunson is playing? Yeah, I am going to just lay the points right now without knowing if Jalen Brunson is playing because Ooh. I do think he's going to play tonight. I've talked to a few people that cover the Knicks closely, have been at uh, MSG over the past couple games where Brunson's been warming up um, and looked ready to go. So I am going to just, and this isn't something I do all that often, but I'm going to bank on Brunson playing. So I would lay uh, the five and a half. I actually grabbed them at five uh, earlier, early, early this morning. 
Um, but the Knicks, they're off a loss to the Magic, who are really struggling right now. So a bad loss there. Facing a Rockets team who also kind of stink. And the Rockets are in a really tough spot. This is the final game of a six-game road trip. The only team they've beaten in that span is the Pistons. Now, they have played some pretty tough teams, the Wolves, the, the Sixers. So, um, I mean, not all of that is on the Rockets. But still, only uh, one win in this road trip. Last two games without Jalen Brunson, too. The Knicks offense has gone from 10th to 19th. So, you just see a massive drop-off without him uh, in the lineup. But being, I believe, and, and I don't have any necessarily insider information. Um, I haven't talked to anyone within the Knicks organization to know these things. I just kind of am... Um, you know, surmising this myself, but getting him back is going to be a huge boost. So maybe even look to like a Knicks first quarter, Knicks first half, something like that. But I'll be on the full game minus the five and a half. Okay, we got one final game on the NBA slate that you are interested in with Miami visiting Toronto. We were just trying to handicap this game in our previous segment. What are you thinking, Kay? I actually really like the Raptors at home tonight. Plus the two and a half. I think they win this game outright. If you look at the Raptors' recent schedule, yes, they've lost four in a row. But that first loss in the span to the Lakers, that was one where the free throw discrepancy was massive. Their coach got all upset in the postgame press conference. So then they go back and they play the Clippers the next night on a back-to-back. Clippers are a really good team. They only lost by six. Then they go to Utah. That's kind of the massive letdown spot after, you know, an emotional game against the Lakers, kind of a rally, try and bounce back against the Clippers. But then you go to Utah and you lay a dud, you get blown out. Come back home, that's a tough spot because they had a seven-game road trip. So their first game back at home after that is against the Boston Celtics, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. Yeah, they're going to probably lose that game. But now the dust has settled. They're kind of back in their routine. The Heat come to town, and yes, the Heat have looked great recently, but maybe this is a a buy low on the Raptors, sell high spot on the Heat right now. So I'm going to take the Raptors plus the points tonight. All right, we got a couple of minutes. Let's ask a fun one. This is what we asked Lucy uh, earlier in the show. So it's the guest question of the day. What is on the menu for a snow day on your TV? What were the childhood shows that you watched on a snow day? Probably just like Disney Channel on repeat, right? I don't even remember. And, and this this goes back to like my pop culture days of like, clearly this is where it all started and began is I didn't like sit down and watch, I don't, I don't know, like Boy Meets World maybe? I remember way back in the day when I was really young, Arthur all the time. Ooh, Arthur, like that's two Arthurs over today. Over and over yeah. and over. We would sit in the kitchen. We had, you know, those old little tiny TVs that you sometimes had in your, like it was like a white brick. And we would just yeah. sit in the kitchen. My mom would make breakfast. We'd watch Arthur in our jammies. Like that was just the absolute best. So some weird show like that, probably. I don't, I don't really recall. That's not weird. <laughs> Lucy said Arthur too. That's too Arthur. Oh, yeah. She? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. I mean, Arthur does have a special place in my heart. Well, you're not alone. Yeah, two in a row for Arthur. Okay, it is cute. She is host to The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East, and she sides with Chelsea as a potential bird watcher. It is our friend Kate Constable. Kate, always good to hear from you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Yeah, see, I am in the minority here. This was just sort of 
past my time because Arthur the Aardvark, that's when I think you guys were younger and I was older, but you know what? Two votes for Arthur. Once again, I'm the big loser here. Coming up in five minutes here on the show, time to fire up the VetQL mainframe and find out what wagers the Donkster has in store for us. It is on the Daily Tip from VetQL presented by GM, and that is after the break. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Come on. Come on. Welcome back to the show. The Daily Tip from BQL, presented by BetMGM. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. Best bets headed your way in just a bit after a perfect evening last night. At least for us, Donkster went one and one. So, Chelsea, my God. The stories you have regaled us with on this show. It's snowing there in Nashville. You've got three bird feeders. You don't like this bird feeder? How about you go over to this? You don't like this one? How about the one in the back? So what in the world are you going to do today after the show? Uh, Watch the bird feeder. Duh. What else would I be doing? Yes. Uh, And I haven't even told you about the other critters that I get to watch too. Because we have a family of bunnies. And maybe the scientific term is not bunnies. I guess they're rabbits. Okay. Like, is bunny an actual term? Or is that, like, something that kids say? You know, like, how kids are like, puppy dog. And you're like, that's not a real thing. (laughs) It is either a puppy or a dog. Like, can I call them bunnies? Mm -hmm. Or is that the, like, nickname for them? Let's look at it This isn't a science show. You can call whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Go for it. Why not? Bunnies. Uh, rabbit, <laughs> also known as bunnies or bunny rabbits. There's that term again. Don't you think yeah. that, that feels a little redundant when people say puppy dog, bunny rabbits? Feels stupid, mm. right? Well, I guess. But don't you just hear it all the time, like bunny rabbit, puppy dog? I guess I've never really thought about it being redundant or repetitive. It's something that I'll but really spend some time stupid. thinking about today. I guess you could make the argument, I guess, your daughter doesn't walk around saying puppy dog or bunny rabbit. I feel like that's something your little girl would say all the time. Yeah, but she's four. I think it's different when adults say it. She also (laughs) says she's going to go pee-pee on the potty. But wouldn't you Uh, look at somebody kind of funny if they were a grown man and they're like, I'm going to go tee-tee on the potty. No, that's what I'm getting at. I feel like puppy dog and bunny rabbit is... Something you can say if you're under the age of like six, but once you get mm-hmm. to seven, you've got to become an adult and you say rabbit or you say yes. dog, you don't say puppy dog because puppy dog's even worse because like a puppy and a dog are like two yes. different things. Like they're the same things, but a puppy is a type of dog. You get what I'm saying? I know. I understand, but I will. Just a small correction, like all of my guy friends, if we're sitting in the bar, I'll be like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go pee-pee on the potty. I'm like, okay, just come <laughs> on back when you're done. So I hear that all the time. It's not a big deal. Just, you know, probably just different areas of the country. 
But yes, I see what you're saying. At a certain point, you graduate from sounding like a child and shorten things and sound like more of an adult. I feel like unless you shop at Forever 21 and they have those shirts that say "Baby Girl," and that gets me going too. I'm like, "Baby Girl, who says this?" Yeah. Like, "Baby Girl," have you called anybody "Baby Girl"? Sure. Yeah. Really? I sure have. You're hitting rap all the time. Oh yeah. Oh, I've have done you that personally called somebody "Baby Girl"? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> You're asking have you really? me. I have. Yeah, I have. Now, up, baby I haven't girl? called it. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Ooh. But, you know, that was back in, well, it wasn't really any days that I had. I don't have any sort of era at all. I'm just lucky to be alive at 50, honestly. The yeah, I was in Forever tour. 21. What's that? <laughs> Michael Jenkins, the Eras Tour. The, the baby Eras girl tour. era. Oh, man, those were the days. No game whatsoever. No game. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will join the crew. And if you missed our conversation with Kate Constable of The Better Angle and her midweek take on the NFL playoffs and bird watching, you can download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Chelsea, let's get to it and give the people some winners. Time to place your bets. Jump the gun just a little bit, but it's because I'm champing at the bit to talk about some college hoops. I'm going to go with Radford today, laying five against Gardner-Webb. The formula for me in college hoop is, hoops has been taking home favorites of a relatively small number against a team that they have one big advantage over. So this one fits the recipe. You look at Radford here, short home favorites, and they've been good in this spot. Five and one at home, six and one as favorites, and averaging 82 points per game when playing at home. You look at Gardner-Webb, 0 and 7 on the road, 1 and 9 as dogs, and averaging under 70 points per game on the road. And speaking of offense, their offense is god-awful. Kim Palm does the four factors that they think are the most important in evaluating college basketball teams. Two of these factors for Gardner-Webb, they rank 300th or worse. That is an effective field goal percentage and in rebounding. So it's not a team that I really want to trust on the road, especially when I'm only having to lay five points. This has already jumped up to six in some spots. So I'll take Radford here, land the five at home against Gardner-Webb. Chelsea, keep those college basketball picks coming. They have been winners. I am going back to the ice as per usual. Blackhawks, Sabres, under six and a half at minus 130. Now, I will say, if you want to play the Sabres, maybe on the puck line because they're massive favorites. I don't mind that. Arvid Solderblom should be in net for Chicago, and he is awful. He has lost nine straight games terrible his goals against average more than four on the road but here's the thing the sabers are still without jeff skinner he's their leading scorer the blackhawks are without Connor bedard obviously their leading scorer plus the blackhawks just have a hard time putting the puck in the net over their last five games they've averaged less than two goals per game overall they are second to last in scoring in the nhl and buffalo is a little bit better but not by much. They rank 22nd overall in the NHL in scoring. So I think this is a low-scoring affair with Buffalo coming away with the win on home ice. But I'm going under 6.5, minus 130 as my best bet. 
Well, that was thrilling and all, but did you know that a baby rabbit is actually called a kitten? I just Googled it. So I, I did not and know that, Chelsea. Again, the blockbuster knowledge. I know. Hockey analysis, you know, baby <laughs> bunnies. You pick a side, and I'll know which the right one is. All right, so speaking of right sides, let's get to the third member of our Best Bets crew. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> <sighs> All right, 8-Ball, what you got for us today? I am on Radford laying five at home over Gardner-Webb. Do we like it? 8-Ball says, can we get an answer? 8-Ball says, without a doubt. I will take that oh. one for one on the day. How about the Blackhawks and the Sabres under six and a half goals in the NHL? Reply hazy. Try again. All right, eight ball. One more mm -hmm. shake and we need an answer. Eight ball says my sources say no. Yikes. Oh, that's unexpected. <laughs> all right. If you want to check out the eight ball. If you want to stream all of the shows on the BetQL network, it is easy to do. Just follow Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. That is twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, it is lean time. Do you have a lean for us before we move forward? I do not. It is the one play and the one play only. What about you? Is there more going on in hockey that we need to be betting on? Nah. Let's just go one play each nah. and go two and zero. Oh. Nah, let's do it. Let's do your BetQL five star best bet for analysis, trends, insight, articles, videos, everything you need to help you win your bets. You can download the BetQL app. Dogster, oh God, I can't say that I'm happy to see you again, but here you are. Go ahead and give us some plays. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I want to start with a squad play. Blackhawks and Sabres, under six and a half. You handicapped it perfectly, Dad. Also, North Carolina laying 21 points against Louisville. Chelsea, I love watching birds. My favorites are the red-billed pigeon and the dodo. The dodo? Like the dodo. You would like the dodo. They're extinct. Are they yes. not? Yes, they became extinct in like the 1600s or something. He's an idiot. Let's find someone who always has sharp predictions on her bets, but I don't know if she likes to bird watch or not. Of course, I'm talking about Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, Chelsea's a big bird watcher. Have you ever engaged in watching birds at all? No, but when I was a news reporter, there was like the most random story in Boston about this creepy bird watcher guy that we were trying to track down. <laughs> One of the worst stories I've ever covered in my life. Literally trying to stalk a door knock to find a bird watcher who some lady claimed was creeping and like, I think he wasn't really looking for birds, so I'll just put it that way. Might have been a peeping Tom type of dude. I was going to say, uh, I don't think birds are the issue here. Yeah, um, but I think, exactly. can we all agree that it's so nice that we're not in news? Like, I think that at least like once oh, a week. Oh, every day. Same. Uh, hands <laughs> down, worst yes. job I've ever had. And I feel bad oh. saying it, but do not miss at all. Yeah, it's like Jonathan McCord says he likes to watch his birds. Police say he likes to watch much more. And it's like, oh, God, here we go. You know, that kind of thing. It's like, mm, I don't want to do this story. Can we figure out something else, please? It's yeah. so embarrassing. What does my life oh, come to? 
Oh, I know. It's so <laughs> awful. Oh, all right. All right. What's on the show today? We got Brad Spielberger and Rick Camp to talk NBA. So looking forward to that. We're going to look at a lot of props for the divisional round weekend, some of the specials. So looking forward to it. It'll be a fun show. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I've got one question before you leave. Do you know what a baby rabbit is called? No. Well, I saw in the chat that you wrote oh, something. Oh, no. So I feel like I might be cheating. No Kittens. cheating. Are yeah, they called that's she right. You it. cheated. I did not. She I did. Um, I, it it would have been tough to pull off that I didn't see that. I had to admit no. I saw you're you very, right That's there. very honest of you. And I like to immediately your conscience. You were like, I did not. I did. I immediately did. I, I don't. Who knew? That's what. See, that's how we know you're an actual, like an honest person. Thank you, Aaron. We yeah. appreciate it. That's going to do it for yeah, this I'm edition sure. of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM for Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Thanks for spending your Wednesday morning with us. Good luck on all your bets, no matter what they may be on, and we will see you tomorrow morning. Bye. You've been listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. <laughs>